The Fake Show podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Hutchison & Stephan, North Fifth Brewing Company, Threads of Envy, The Tone Factory Recording Studios, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Iconic actor and musician Corey Feldman returns to the road for a U.S. and European tour with his band. Of course, he also starred in so many movies from the 80s, including Gremlins, Goonies, Stand By Me, and Lost Boys. I've got Corey Feldman on the line right now from his home in Los Angeles. Hey, Corey, welcome to the show. Congratulations on uh, the new single, Deceptive Deborah. Very good, very catchy. I I wonder who is doing the writing and producing here. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it very much, and and I have to say that's yours truly. Uh, I I write, uh, usually I write by myself or with my partner, Greg, and Greg is uh, my musical partner. He's been with me since and Joe to the core album. We uh, have... I've co-written, co-produced a bunch of the tracks that you've heard out of me in the last yeah. decade. Uh, but he's kind of more on the musical side, so I write the lyrics and the melody generally. But on this particular song, on Deceptive Deborah, we actually brought in a co-writer uh, who's a very talented young lady by the name of Rachel Sutter. And uh, I met her at a NAMM event, which is like a big music conference. And, uh, you know, I, she came under very high recommendation. So what happened was I, I, I was sitting in my living room one day and the rhythm and the melody just kind of hit me. Like I got the deceptive Deborah part. I got the hook. I got the, the chorus. And then I was like, okay, I want to write this down really quick. And I wrote down the basic lyrics for the, the verse and the, and the chorus. And then I brought her in and she came into the studio with me and she helped me write the bridge part. Uh, and then some of the lines in the hook. So she an amazing asset to the uh, the team, and, and she right. did amazing. So I'm very excited about that. And then it was, yeah, basically just the three of us who did the writing, and then the production was me and Greg. You're touring, and we will see you November 25th here at the Sand Dollar that's inside the Plaza Hotel. You're going to like that. That's a really nice venue for you guys. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, I didn't know the Sand Dollar. I've never been there before, and I don't know that I've ever been in the Plaza, but all I've been told is that downtown is really like a whole different scene now from what it was. Because, you know, I, I grew up going to Vegas in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. You know, it was like everybody stayed away from downtown. That was right. like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But now it's all cleaned up, and I guess it's like state-of-the-art, and it's really beautiful. So I'm very much looking forward to it. It's pretty nice. And you're also going overseas to tour. What will that entail? You know, that's... A lot of never done it before. This is going to be my first international tour, first European tour. We're hoping to go to Australia, Asia, Latin America. So it's a big global thing that we're doing or we're, we're adventuring to do. Uh, and, and it's going to be very complicated. I don't know. It's a lot. You know, you got to get visas. you got to get work permits. you got to yeah. get uh, all these flights and hotels and transportation around. You know, it's going to be crazy. So it's a lot, a lot more organizing, a lot more arranging to do before we're there but that's the, the the deal is i think we're going in february so we're going to do uh europe in february and then i think all the other countries subsequently uh beyond that and then uh i believe we'll probably do one last u.s round and you know i tell everybody like you never know what's going to happen but i know that you know like right now this is something that that i've been keeping quiet but i tore my meniscus last week during rehearsals oh. 
uh, in my leg. Yeah, because, you know, it's a lot of dancing. It's a lot of choreography. Yeah. And I'm not getting any younger. You know, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not 20 anymore, although I'm 22 now. But, you know, you get, you get up there. Film Goonies is back in the th- is coming back to the theaters. What can you tell me about making that film with other future stars like Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, and Kiwi Kwan? I mean, I heard that you called Key before this year's Oscars to wish him luck. Well, you know, he's been on quite the streak, right? I mean, yeah. Ever since his film came out last year, uh, everything everywhere. It's like, you know, I was at the very first screening. He invited me to the very first screening, and, and he did a and a and, you know, it was the filmmakers, and, and uh, Michelle was there. And, you know, it was really nice. It was a beautiful event, and I knew right away that there was great magic in this film. I was like, man, this is going to do huge things for you. Yeah. I had no idea he would be the Best Supporting Actor winner the following year, but I knew it was going to do good things for his career. And I knew that the scene with the fanny pack was genius. I was like, this is not <laughs> culture reverence. I mean, like, everybody's going to go nuts for this. This is data grown up. This is what everybody wants to see. It was very exciting for that. You have made, of course, so many iconic films, but one that I that I really liked that maybe is not on everyone's radar is this film called Corbin Nash, which stars you and Malcolm McDowell, Rutger Hauer. I just loved that film. I, how do you feel about that one? Thank you. I love that film, too. I think it's a great horror film. I mean, yeah. It's scary. It's, it's got that kind of dark comedy flair, like from like Lost Boys, you know, because of my character. I don't think there's much much other comedy in it, but I think my character is, is one of those kind of Jack Nicholson, Joker-type characters where you love to hate the bad guy. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of whimsical and funny, but very dark at the same time. So I love it. It was actually one of my favorite performances because it was such a dynamic stretch for me. You know, I, I don't play a vampire very often. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. It, it's the transvestite part, all right? It's the transvestite part. Uh, but yeah, no. It was, the whole character was just, it was, it was a lot to take on. It was a big departure, and it was a lot of fun to sink my teeth into, no pun intended. Yeah, of course, speaking of which, The Lost Boys was a very cool film with a very naughty Kiefer Sutherland, just like uh, in Stand By Me. Were you kids, the younger kids in the film, did you guys at all hang out with Kiefer and those other older vampire dudes? Um, well, okay, so Stand By Me, Lost Boys, well, Stand By Me, two different stories, right? Stand By Me, we were, there was a big age gap between the kids yeah. and the, and the teams, right, right, right. So we didn't really hang out with them much at all, but I did get to know Keeper a little bit, and he was, he was nice, very reserved, very quiet, didn't really talk much. And then on Lost Boys, uh, you know, we definitely got a lot closer with those guys than we did with, you know, the older kids then, because we were a couple of years older. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I would say a lot of us stayed friends, like Brooke McCarter, uh, became very close with Corey Haynes. He played one of the vampires. And then, uh, Brooke and I stayed friends through the years. 
Um, and then Billy Worth. Billy Worth and I have stayed friends through the years. Uh, Alex, even though we haven't really seen each other much through the years, whenever I do see him, it's a very warm thing. You know, Kiefer and I, not so much, but, you know, we kind of went separate paths. He got into country music. I got into rock and roll. Uh-huh. I guess there you go. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> that said, yeah, you know, I mean, we all managed to kind of stay friendly. And Jameson Newlander, the guy who played my brother, in the Lost Boys, you know, he was closer to my age, of course. Him and I have still stayed very, very close friends through the years. In fact, he was just over at my house over Labor Day weekend, and he's going to be making a couple appearances with me on this tour. He's going to be coming out uh, to some special shows that we're doing in California that are going to be centered around Lost Boys, where we're going to actually show the film, and we're going to do a couple films. Uh, sorry, a couple songs from the film soundtrack. And Jameson is going to join us on stage for that. We might even have one or two other special guest surprises. That is great. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, as we wrap this up, I recently saw you as a guest on Drew Barrymore's show, which had to be quite a sweet, a really nice reunion for the both of you, yeah? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it, first of all, she looks amazing. She's doing so great. I'm so proud of her. You know, it's just amazing what she's accomplished. I mean, she's she's Oprah, for God's sake. She's uh-huh. the new Oprah. She's got her own magazine. She's got her own show. She's doing commercials for everything. She's everywhere. You know, it's like Drew all the time. So she's done really remarkably for herself, and I'm just so happy for her, so proud of her, and it was really great to see her again. Corey Feldman's Love Left 2, the album, is out there. We're looking forward to the tour coming to Vegas November 25th at the Sand Dollar inside of the Plaza Hotel. And you can get all the information on Corey at CoreyFeldman.net. Corey, great catching up with you. Good good luck on the tour. You can get VIP VIP meet and greet passes there as well, so even if the show is sold out, you can still come and say hi and and, uh, get your stuff signed and take a picture. Great. Corey, thanks so much. Good luck on your travels. I appreciate it. Thanks for your support. Most of all, it's great to hear that he has got his life together again and is doing well. That finishes this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.